Ah, yes. Welcome to another edition of MLB Morning Coffee from the Ocean Avenue Studios here in San Francisco, California. We're going to do a whip around edition today. I'm sorry, my equipment just decided that it didn't want to cooperate with me. I didn't have enough time to get it fixed and be able to do everything that I wanted to on today's episode. We're going to get the highlights back in there. I promise you, I'm hoping we're going to be able to do that tomorrow. I understand that you're not getting the product that you paid for. Well, I really hope that you're not getting the product that you paid for because this doesn't cost you anything. So we're going to do a whip around of yesterday. We're going to preview today's ball games, and we're going to give you an update on the standings. I'm going to do league leaders at a different point because next week around Monday, I want to be able to get into what is going to happen in regards to awards because I think that we'll have a much clearer picture. Look, we're at a point where we're halfway, more than halfway, I should say, through the season. In fact, we're almost 66.7% done with this season, depending upon what team is playing. Now, there are teams that obviously have a lot of games that they have to make up still, but you know, you look at a team like the Cleveland Indians, who hasn't really had any postponement, they've played 36 ball games. The Detroit Tigers have played less. Obviously, a lot of other teams have played less as well. Atlanta's played 37. Tampa's played 37. So we're in a situation now where we're coming down the home stretch, and we're going to be talking about wild cards and all that at the end of the show today, but let's get into what happened in yesterday's games. We'll start off in St. Louis. Cardinals pound the red 16-2. St. Louis with six runs in the first inning. They never looked back. KK Kim with the win. He is 2-0. He goes five innings of shutout baseball, three hits, two walks, and four strikeouts. Sonny Gray, the loss. He doesn't get out of the first inning. He allows six runs on five hits. He walks three, strikes out just one. Homers in the game. Brad Miller hit two for St. Louis. He's got four on the year. Joey Votto hit his sixth for Cincinnati. Cardinals are 14-13. Reds are 15-21. and 21. For St. Louis, Colton Wong goes four for four with two RBI and four runs scored. Brad Miller goes four for six with seven RBI and three runs scored. Tommy Edmond, three for seven with an RBI and a run scored. For Cincinnati, Kurt Casale goes three for four with an RBI. Joey Votto in the leadoff spot, two for two with an RBI, a run scored, and a walk. Miami hosted Toronto at Marlins Park. Marlins edge the Blue Jays 3-2. James Hoyt, the winner out of the bullpen. He is 1-0, two-thirds of an inning of scoreless baseball. Shun Yamaguchi, the loss. He is 1-3. Brandon Kinsler picks up his eighth save. Marlins get the go-ahead run in the bottom of the eighth inning, a 2-2 tie. But thanks to a starling Marte homer, his first in a Marlins uniform, that seals the deal. John Birdie also hit a home run for Miami, his second of the year. Marlins are 16-15. Blue Jays are 18-16. Miami seven hits in the game. Toronto with six. Big performance comes from Cooper as he goes two for four with an RBI for the Marlins. Birdie goes two for two with an RBI, a walk, and a run scored. Vlad Guerrero Jr., the only Blue Jay with multiple hits, he goes two for four. Cubs over the Pirates, eight to seven in extra innings. Chicago, 21 and 14. Pittsburgh, 10 and 23. Jeremy Jeffress with the win. He is three and one. Jeffress goes an inning and two-thirds of scoreless baseball, no hits, one walk, and two strikeouts. Kyle Crick takes the loss. He allows an unearned run on one hit, no walks, 
and no strikeouts for him, no save in the ball game as Jeffress finished the game after getting the win because he pitched the 10th inning. Cubs got the go-ahead run thanks to an Ian Happ single to center fielder Anthony Alford that scored Nico Horner. That was the first at-bat of the top of the 11th inning. Both teams scored single runs in the 10th inning thanks to a Jason Hayward sack fly and an Anthony Alford fielder's choice. So we look at the way that this game progressed and some of the highlights in regards to individual performances. Ian Happ, 3-for-6 with 2 RBI and a run scored. Jason Hayward, 2-for-3 with an RBI and a walk. Ian Happ hit his 10th homer. Kyle Schwarber hit his 10th homer. Hayes hit his first homer for Pittsburgh. He goes 2-for-5 with 2 RBI and 3 runs scored. Phillies shut out the Nationals 6 to nothing at Citizens Bank Ballpark. Philadelphia back over 500 at 16 and 15. Washington, the defending World Series champions at 12 and 21. Aaron Nola with the win. He is 4 and 2. Eight shutout innings of two hit baseball, three walks, and nine strikeouts. Patrick Corbin, the loss. He is 0 and rather 2 and 3. Five innings of two run baseball, five hits, three walks, and two strikeouts. For Philadelphia, homers for Alec Bohm, his second, and Andrew McCutcheon, his fifth. No runs in the ballgame, obviously, for Washington. Bohm goes two for four with two RBI and two runs scored. Reese Hoskins goes two for four with a run scored. Andrew McCutcheon, one for four with three RBI. Big battle in the American League East. The first place Tampa Bay Rays and the second place New York Yankees. Yankees take this one 5-3 at Yankee Stadium. Masahiro Tanaka with the win. He is 1-1. One one. Tanaka in his first win of the year goes six innings of two-run baseball, three hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts. Ryan Thompson takes the loss for Tampa. He is 1-2. Three runs on three hits in an inning and a third out of the bullpen in relief of Trevor Richards. No walks and one strikeout. Aroldis Chapman picks up his first save. He goes a perfect ninth inning. Homers in the ballgame. DJ LeMahieu hit two for New York. He's got four on the year. Kevin Kiermeyer hit his third for Tampa Bay. Willie Adamas hit his fifth. Highlights for New York. Luke Voigt goes two for four with a run scored. DJ LeMahieu two for four with two RBI and two runs scored. Gio Rochella goes two for four with two RBI and a run scored. For Tampa, Willie Adamas goes three for three with two runs scored and an RBI. Kevin Kiermeyer one for three with two RBI in the ballgame. We go now to Boston for Atlanta and Boston. Braves pound the Red Sox 10-3. Atlanta scored five in the top of the eighth inning to take full command of the ball game. They were up three at the time. They then went up by eight. Winning pitcher, Ian Anderson. He is 2-0, six innings of two-run baseball, six hits, one walk, and eight strikeouts. Stock takes the loss out of the bullpen for Boston. Robert Stock is 0-1. He allows two runs on three hits in two-thirds of an inning, one walk, and one strikeout. Ryan Weber got the start for Boston. Homers in the game. Marcelo Zuna hits three for Atlanta. He's got 11 on the year. No homers in the game for the Red Sox. Ozuna, obviously the star of the show, three for five with six RBI and three runs scored. Ender Enciarte goes two for four with an RBI and a run scored. Travis Darno three for five with a run scored. Austin Riley 
goes two for five with an RBI. Dansby Swanson goes two for five with an RBI and a run scored. Alex Verdugo goes two for five with an RBI and a run scored for Boston. He is the only Red Sox to have multiple hits. Braves are 21 and 14. Red Sox are 12 and 24. To Baltimore now for the Mets and the Orioles. Orioles beat up on New York 9 to 5. Baltimore 16 and 19. New York is 15 and 21. Thomas Eshelman gets the win. He is 3 and 0. Eshelman, the starter for Baltimore, or rather, he didn't start. He has started in the past. He comes on in relief of Asher Wojciechowski. He goes one inning of two-run baseball, two hits, no walks, and no strikeouts. Franklin Kiyome takes the loss. He is 0-1, four runs on five hits over three bullpen innings, one walk, and two strikeouts. Homers for Baltimore. Renato Nunez hit two. He's got nine on the year. Anthony Santander hit his 11th. Robinson Cano for New York hit his seventh. Andres Jimenez hit his first. The top four in Baltimore's lineup each had two hits. Cedric Mullins, two for four with a run scored. Anthony Santander, two for four with three RBI and a run scored. Jose Iglesias goes two for five with an RBI and a run scored. Renato Nunez, two for five with four RBI and two runs scored. Also worth noting, the eighth-place hitter, Pat Valleca, goes four for four with an RBI and two runs scored. For New York, Jeff McNeil goes three for four with a run scored. Robinson Cano goes two for four with an RBI and two runs scored. Luis Guillorme goes two for four with an RBI and a run scored. Andres Gimenez, one for four with two RBI and a run scored. Brandon Nimmo goes two for four. Detroit beats up on Milwaukee at Miller Park 12 to 1. Tigers are 17 and 16. Brewers are 16 and 19. Daniel Norris with the win. He is 3 and 1. Norris goes 2 and a third out of the bullpen. One run on four hits, no walks and five strikeouts. Josh Lindblom takes the loss for Milwaukee. He is 1 and 3. Four runs on six hits over five innings, three walks and four strikeouts. Homers for Detroit, Christian Stewart, his third. Victor Reyes, his third. Grayson Griner hits his second. For Milwaukee, their only run in the game came on Christian Yelich's ninth homer of the year. 14 hits in the ballgame for Detroit. Victor Reyes goes four for six with five RBI and two runs scored. Christian Stewart, two for three with an RBI and a run scored. Willie Castro goes two for five with two runs scored and an RBI. Grayson Griner, one for five with two RBI and two runs scored. Also of note, Jonathan Scope goes two for three with an RBI, a walk, and a run scored. For Milwaukee, Christian Yelich was the only player with multiple hits. He goes two for four with an RBI and a run scored. Cleveland beats up on Kansas City 10-1 at Kauffman Stadium. Zach Plesak gets the win in his return to the Big League Hill. He is 2-1, one run on four hits over six innings, no walks and six strikeouts. Matt Harvey takes the loss. He is 0-2, five runs in an inning and a third, seven hits, one walk and no strikeouts. By the way, a little editorial here. I think Matt Harvey is done. I think everybody's trying to resurrect what Matt Harvey once was. Matt Harvey will never be what he once was, and I don't think that there's much more effort that you can do that is going to get Matt Harvey back to what he once was. Homers in the game. Francisco Lindor, his sixth. Franmil Reyes, his eighth. Roberto Perez hits his first. Jose Ramirez hits his eighth. For Kansas City, Hunter Dozier, the only run of the ball game, his fourth homer. Big night for Franmil Reyes. He goes five for five with an RBI and two runs scored. Josh Naylor goes two for five 
with an RBI and two runs scored. A good start to his Indians career. Roberto Perez, two for four with three RBI. Francisco Lindor, two for five with two RBI and a run scored. Jose Ramirez goes two for three with two RBI, two walks, and a run scored. Cesar Hernandez goes two for six with a run scored. For Kansas City, Nicky Lopez was the only player with multiple hits as he goes two for four. Dozier with the only RBI as he goes one for four. Cleveland is 22 and 14. Kansas City is 14 and 22. The race in the Central is heating up. Cleveland is now tied with the Chicago White Sox for first place after the Twins beat the White Sox 3 to 2 at Target Field. Minnesota is 21 and 16. The winner, Thielbar. Who is Thielbar? I don't think I've heard of Thielbar. Caleb Thielbar is 1 and 0. He goes one inning of scoreless relief, one hit no walks, and two strikeouts. By the way, Michael Pineda returned to the mound for Minnesota. He goes six innings of two-run baseball, six hits, one walk, and four strikeouts. Good to see Michael Pineda starting to get back what he once had, so very happy to see that. Matt Whistler gets his first save as he goes a scoreless inning out of the Minnesota bullpen. Homers in the game, there were none of them. Twins got single runs in the 5th, 6th, and 7th innings. Eddie Rosario goes 2 for 4. Byron Buxton goes 2 for 4 as well. Nelson Cruz 3 for 3 with a run scored. Jorge Polanco goes 2 for 5 with a run scored as well. For the White Sox, Tim Anderson had 3 of their 7 hits. He goes 3 for 4 with a run scored. Eloy Jimenez had both RBI. He went one for four. By the way, the loss for Chicago went to Jimmy Cordero. He came on in relief of Dallas Keuchel, who allowed one unearned run in five innings. We now go to Houston, battle of the Lone Star State, the Texas Rangers, 6-5 winners over the Houston Astros in extra innings. It was a 4-4 ball game going into extras before Houston gave up two in the top of the 10th inning a balk with Isaiah Kiner-Falefa up, scored Scott Heineman to make it a 5-4 ball game, and then Joey Gallo reached on a throwing error by Martin Maldonado. Kiner-Falefa scored. Michael Brantley got a single to make it a one-run ball game, but that is as close as Houston would get. Astros are 19-15. and Rangers are 13-21. and Winning pitcher for Texas, Jonathan Hernandez. He is 5-0 out of the Rangers' bullpen. Two scoreless innings, two hits, no walks, and no strikeouts. The loss to Blake Taylor. He gives up two unearned runs in two-thirds of an inning. No walks and no strikeouts. No hits are allowed. Rafael Montero, his seventh save for Texas. One unearned run in one inning of work. Homers in the game, Elvis Andrews, his first That came in the top of the ninth inning against Ryan Presley to tie the game up at four. And then for Houston, Michael Brantley hit his second homer. That was a three-run shot in the seventh inning. In this ball game, Isaiah Conner-Falefa goes three for five with two runs scored. Nick Solak goes two for five. Ronald Guzman two for four with an RBI for Texas. For Houston, Michael Brantley goes two for four with four RBI. Jose Altuve, three for five with two runs scored. Abraham Toro goes two for four with a run scored as well. Jose Altuve, by the way, is only hitting 225 on the year. We'll finish up the whip around with a couple games in the National League West. The San Francisco Giants visiting the Colorado Rockies. This looks like, I don't know what to make of this. Giants beat the Rockies 23-5 to 
at Coors Field. San Francisco scored a run in every inning but the ninth. Three in the first, two in the second, two in the third, one in the fourth, one in the fifth, seven in the sixth, two in the seventh, five in the eighth. Colorado got runs in the third, eighth, and ninth innings. So at one point, the Giants were up 23-1. to one. Kevin Gaussman with the win. He is 2-2, two and two, two runs on two hits in five innings, one walk, and five strikeouts. The loss goes to John Gray. He is 2-4. and four. Seven runs on nine hits in two and two-thirds innings. No walks and one strikeout. No save in the ball game. Homers in the game. Alex Dickerson hit three for San Francisco. He's got seven on the year. Also worth noting that Brandon Crawford hit his fourth for the Giants. He's got four. Garrett Hampson hit two for Colorado. He's got four on the season as well. For San Francisco, a big night offensively up and down the lineup. Donovan Solano goes four for six with six RBI and two runs scored. Brandon Crawford goes three for six with three runs scored and six runs batted in. Alex Dickerson, five for six with six RBI and five runs scored. Mauricio Dubon, two for five with two RBI. Evan Longoria goes two for five as well. Joey Bart, three for five with two runs scored and an RBI for Colorado. Garrett Hampson, two for four with the two homers, two RBI, and two runs scored. Giants are 18 and 19. Colorado is 17 and 19. Finally, we go to L.A. for the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Dodgers double up Arizona 6-3, L.A. 27-10. Diamondbacks are 14-22. By the way, it is worth noting that based on a lot of fan graphs projections, the final playoff spot is going to be to a team that has 30 wins. So I don't essentially know what the magic number is. We'll get into that in the standing segment. But it is very conceivable that by the end of the week, The Dodgers have clinched a playoff spot. That is not outside the realm of possibility. It's just going to depend upon what other teams' records are. Julio Urias gets the win. He is 3-0. He goes six innings of one-run baseball, four hits, no walks, and five strikeouts. Alex Young, the loss, he is 4-2, or 1-2, I should say. He allows four runs, two earned on six hits over five innings, walks five, strikes out four. Kenley Jansen gets the save, his 10th. He pitches to just one batter as Arizona scored two in the top of the ninth inning. Homers in the ball game for the Dodgers, they didn't have any. For the Diamondbacks, Carson Kelly hit his second of the year, and Nick Ahmed hit his fourth. For the Dodgers offensively, Chris Taylor, a 2-for-4 performance with 4 RBI. Max Muncy goes 2-for-4. A.J. Pollock goes 2-for-5. Corey Seager, 1-for-3 with 2 runs scored and 2 walks. For Arizona, nobody had multiple hits. Nick Ahmed had multiple RBI with 2. I said that the Dodgers were 27-10. Arizona is 14-22. Let's take a look now at today's ball games because, hey, why not? First game of the day will be at 1.10 Pacific Time, or rather 12.10 Pacific Time, I should say. 1.10 Mountain Time, Giants at the Rockies, Logan Webb for San Francisco, 2-3 with a 4.35 ERA. Kyle Freeland for Colorado, 2-1 with a 3.43 ERA. 105 Pacific, 4.05 Eastern Time in Baltimore. Mets at the Orioles. Michael Waka for New York, 1-2 with a 7.41 ERA. John Means for Baltimore, 0-2 with an 8.59 ERA. 6.40 Eastern Time in Cincinnati. Johan Ovedo for St. Louis against Tyler Malley for Cincinnati. 
The young Cardinal prospect Ovedo is 0-1 with a 3-6 ERA. Tyler Malley is 1-1 with a 3-9-1 ERA. Blue Jays of the Marlins, 6.40 Eastern time. Hinjin Ryu for Toronto, 2-1 with a 2.92 earned run average. Sixto Sanchez for Miami, 1-0 with a 2.25. 7.05 Eastern time in Pittsburgh. Cubs at the Pirates. Kyle Hendricks for Chicago, 3-4 with a 4.09 earned run average. Joe Musgrove for the Pirates, 0-3 with a 6.75 ERA. Nats at the Phillies, 7.05 Eastern Time. Max Scherzer for Washington, 3-1 with a 3.86 ERA. Zach Wheeler for Philly, 3-0 with a 2.58. Rays at the Yankees, 7.05 Eastern Time. Charlie Morton for Tampa, he is 1-1 with a 5.4 ERA. Jordan Montgomery for New York, 2-1 with a 4.44. Braves at the Red Sox, 7.30 Eastern Time. Robbie Irwin for Atlanta, no record in the ERA of 6. Mike Kickham will make his season debut for Boston, Kickham, a well-traveled veteran. Tigers are at the Brewers, 640 Central Time. Spencer Turnbull for Detroit, 3-2 with a 2.970 ERA. Adrian Hauser from Milwaukee, 1-3 with a 4.36. Indians at the Royals, 705 Central Time. Tristan McKenzie, 1-0 with a 2.70 ERA, making his second big league start. Jake Junis for Kansas City, no record, a 4.26 ERA. 7-10 Central Time in Houston. Rangers at the Astros. Colby Allard for Texas. 0-3, a 6-5 ERA. Christian Javier for Houston. 3-1 with a 3-7-7 earned run average. White Sox at the Twins. 7-10 Central Time. Reynaldo Lopez for Chicago. 0-1 in the ERA of 9. Jose Barrios for Minnesota. 2-3 with a 4-7-5 earned run average. 6-40 Pacific Time in L.A. Diamondbacks to the Dodgers. Zach Gallon for Arizona. 1-0 with a 2-0-9 ERA. Walker Bueller for L.A. 1-0 with a 4-32. And then a new series opening up in Anaheim. Padres at the Angels. 6-40 Pacific Time. Dinelson LeMay for San Diego. 2-1 with a 2-35 ERA. Julio Tehran for Anaheim. 0-2 with a 9-1-7 ERA. A's and the Mariners are postponed Due to COVID implications, the A's and the Mariners should both be playing again on Friday. Let's take a look now at the standings and give you some idea in regards to what's going on with the wild card situation. So, in the American League East, Tampa Bay is three and a half up on New York. They're five and a half up on Toronto, eight up on Baltimore, and 12 and a half up on Boston. In the AL Central, the White Sox and the Indians are both tied at the top at 22 and 14. Minnesota a game and a half back. Detroit three and a half back. Kansas City is eight behind. Oakland, 22 and 12. They've got a lot of games to make up. They're three ahead of Houston. Seattle is in third place, eight and a half back. Texas, nine back. Anaheim, 11 back. So if the season ended today, your playoff teams would be 1-8. to eight. Tampa Bay would be the number one at 25-12. and 12. White Sox and A's, you got to go by winning percentage. So even though the A's have played less games, A's would be the two seed. White Sox would be the three seed. They own the tiebreaker right now over the Indians. Then four through five, it would be the Indians at four, Yankees at five, Astros at six, seven and eight. Seven would be Minnesota. They're at 21 and 16. They're the only playoff team outside of the top two in each division that has at least 20 wins. Houston would jump Minnesota because they are the second place team in the AL West. The eight seed would be Toronto currently at 18 and 16. So if you want to look at the wild card a little bit more in depth, right behind them, 
is Detroit. They're at 17-16. and 16. So right now, the AL wildcard race is looking like it's going to be basically two teams for that final spot, whether it be Toronto, Detroit, Minnesota. I don't really see Seattle getting above 500. They're at 15-22. and 22. Kansas City probably not. Baltimore's got an outside chance. They're at 16-19 and 19 at the moment, but the Orioles, they're the Orioles. Now to the National League. In the East, Atlanta is three up on Miami, also three up on Philadelphia. Miami and Philly have the same record at 16-15. and 15. Atlanta is at 21-14. and 14. Miami and Philly still have a lot of games to make up. Mets are six and a half back. Washington is eight back. In the Central, Cubs are three up on the Cardinals. They're also five up on Milwaukee. Cincinnati is six and a half back. Pittsburgh is ten back. In the West, the Dodgers are five up on San Diego, nine up on San Francisco, nine and a half up on Colorado, twelve and a half up on Arizona. So, one through eight, it would be L.A. first, then a tie between Atlanta and Chicago. So those would be the two and the three. Four would be San Diego at 22 and 15. Five would be Miami. Six would be St. Louis. Then seven and eight. It's a bit of a murky territory because you've still got a lot of games to make up for the Cardinals and the Phillies. But Philly would be seven. And then eight at the moment would be San Francisco. San Francisco's at 18 and 19. Colorado and Milwaukee are right on their heels. Colorado 17 and 19. Milwaukee is 16 and 19. Milwaukee still has some games that they have to make up. So again, it's going to be a very intriguing race to the finish in regards to the wild cards. But what you can evaluate at this point is this. Dodgers are in, more than likely. In the American League, Tampa is in, more than likely. If you're above that 25-win threshold at this point, you're in. It's just a matter of where you are. So, again, if you're in those top two seeds, you have a distinct advantage over everybody else because you're playing two teams that, in theory, are worse than the rest of the league. But, again, it's going to be very interesting to see how this all develops. It's September 2nd. The end of the season is 25 days away. We've got a lot of doubleheaders that will be coming up. We've got a lot of things that can change. The trade deadline has passed. And we are here for all of it. Promise you we're going to get back to our normal highlight recaps in the coming days. Hope you enjoyed the whip around. This is Greg Moraz saying so long here on MLB Morning Coffee. Black Lives Matter.